0: Welcome back to another episode of the Training Bytes podcast. I'm going to continue on with the acute on chronic work ratio in the context of strength athletes who are coming back from competition. Now, if you listened to my previous podcast, I, did, I mentioned what it's all about and how you should stay within a certain ratio of your load in order for you to stay injury-free. Now, in this podcast, we'll specifically talk about the external load, Okay. So, in strength athletes, if you're lifting weights as a weightlifter, powerlifter or strongman, it's actually quite simple. All it is is the total amount of weight you lifted multiplied by the uh, sorry, just the total amount of weight you lifted per session per week and you measure that against how much you did over the last 4 weeks. All right. So, let's 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 think about that for a moment. In a peaking cycle, right? So if you, I assume that you guys all have a coach and the coaches are well well established in their, their knowledge base. In order for you to perform well, you go through a block of volume, right? You want to put as much muscle mass on as you can. And then as your competition comes closer, you generally start to taper off the volume and you increase the intensity at which you work because that's more reproducible inside your comp. Within your comp, you're gonna be lifting as heavy as you can, so you need more practice with those weights. That's fine. Now, as your intensity goes up, your volume will have to come down. If you think back to the acute on chronic work ratio, your total volume, so the, the total amount of tonnage you're moving throughout a week steadily comes down as you knee a peak cycle and you're doing your competition. Now, what I noticed early on in my practice is people who do competitions get injured not during the competition, but after. Within the two, next three to four weeks of their training cycle, they get injured. And I used to always think to myself, why is that the case? Why do people who come off comp When it's supposed to be, um, they're supposed to be building back up. Why are they getting injured? And it's because, if you look at the numbers, and I'm going to be drawing here, so I I encourage you to do the same. If you draw a graph, right, and your y-axis is volume, and your x-axis is intensity, right? So, for your during a peak cycle, your volume in the beginning is high, yeah? So your volume is coming down, but your intensity, as your volume comes down, goes up. Now that's great for comp. You're gonna lift heavier, most likely, on the day of competition. You'll feel fresher, your your body's less banged up from all the volume, except based on this model, which is a model that is predicated around the total volume you've lifted, your volume is now very, very low at the end of your comp. What usually happens is after your comp, you have another deload, right? You take a week off to chill out and eat whatever you want and you know just fuck around and your volume goes even lower. So let's extend that line even lower. Okay, and then when you come back, your coach puts you on a volume program because the, the res- a lot of the research shows this is to be the case and your volume suddenly spikes up to what you were doing before you started your peak cycle. So let's just imagine this line shot, shoots up. Okay, now that shoot up is so steep and so rapid that most likely, based on the acute chronic work ratio, you're gonna be at a higher, in, a higher injury risk. To put this into numbers, let's just say eight weeks before your comp, right? Eight weeks before your comp, you're squatting roughly 20, your total volume of lifting is 20,000 kilos. And, and, that's, and that's good for you, you're not injured at this point. You slowly, you progressively start coming down over the next four weeks in order for you to compete and each week, your total total tonnage decreases by 2,000. So the week after, it'd be 18,000 and then it'd be 16,000, then it's 14,000, it's 12,000, then it's 10,000 and then you go and compete. In the last four weeks, your load per week has dropped by roughly 2,000 kilos and you've taken another deload. So in that deload week, your total volume is zero. Now, if I punch in the numbers, and you go, I'm gonna put in zero, 10,000, 12,000, and 14,000, okay? The average, sorry, I'm doing the math here, and I'm, despite being Asian, I'm not the best at mathematics, surprisingly. All right, so, your, your total over the four weeks is 36,000 kilos, and if you divide that by four, which is your chronic load, right? It's now 9,000 kilos. Your chronic load is 9,000 kilos, which is reflective of how much work you've done over the last four weeks to prepare your body. That is how fit your body is. Right now, it can handle at most 1.2 of 9,000 kilos. Now, if we we now put you back to where you were before your comp prep, and you jump up to 20,000 kilos for that week, 20,000 over 9,000 becomes Oh, like two, oh yeah, like almost two, two point something. Your safety limits are between 0.8 to 1.2. So now you have exceeded your load by a lot and you're predisposing yourself to injury. That to me makes total sense for why people after a competition start getting injured because the volume that you're handling is just too much. In fact, it also applies to tendons. It applies to people in, in field sports. It's really just, I think if if everybody understood this concept, coaches, athletes, just novices, it explains a lot. And it really really is as simple as the time it took for you to come down, you should take almost the same amount of time to come back up. It It just makes sense, right? You look at the graph, whatever gradient you had coming down, you should follow the same gradient to come back up and that should protect you from future injuries. I hope that helped you out. Sorry if I if I stuttered a bit. I am quite. I do get quite animated when I draw and I explain this concept because I honestly, I honestly think that this concept, if everyone knew it, and I repeat myself, probably three or four times already, but if everyone knew it, a lot of injuries just wouldn't occur.